Welcome to the Eye Test, a fantasy football podcast for those who are tired of hearing boring stats all day. As always, I'm your host, Bobby, and of course, I'm joined by my good friends and co-hosts, John and Paul. This is episode 13, and we are talking about the players that made us eat the white dog shit in week 10. Now, Paul, me and John walked away with victories this week, but you had some unfortunate circumstances happen in week 10 for your dynasty team. So who made you eat the white dog shit? Yeah, so if we're going about who on my team made me eat my own white dog shit, that was Cooper Cup, which is very unfortunate for the fantasy world. He's probably out for, you know, fantasy relevant for the rest of the season. He might make a return on playoffs. Hopefully, hopefully if you have him, you're sitting pretty and we'll make it string together a few wins without him. But it sucks. It sucks. It sucks all around. But the guy who made me eat the white dog shit in my dynasty team that I played against was Devonte Adams. Now is Devonte regretting his decision to go to Vegas? Maybe, but if you drafted him Definitely. in fantasy, you're feeling pretty good. He's seen crazy double digit targets with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro down for the next couple of weeks. He's being spoon fed the ball force fed it at times. And in a back and forth game with the Colts, which was kind of surprising, but again, the Raiders are actually frauds. So not really that surprising. Devonte was an absolute monster, and I foresee him continue to being a monster. What was his um, stat line? 14 targets, 9 catches, 126 yards, and 1 touchdown. Oh, What did Josh Jacobs do that game? Josh got- Jacobs had 22 points. He had 21 carries, 78 yards, a touchdown with 6 catches and 28 additional yards through the air. That's crazy how, like, two major offensive weapons on that team, and... Just horribly coached, no other supporting cast. Derek Carr will not be the quarterback on the Raiders for short next year. See, I'm different than you guys. I don't think Derek Carr is that bad. I just think McDaniel's an absolute fraud. Like, the special teams coach took them to the playoffs last year. Yeah, I don't think Derek Carr has really proven anything to say. It's basically just like, who else are you going to get? You know what I mean? It's hard to find people that are better than Derek Carr, but Derek Carr isn't really going to take you anywhere. He's made the playoffs, what, twice in his career to this point? That one year when he had a Crabtree and Amari Cooper, they were pretty good that year. Didn't do anything in the playoffs. And then last year, I completely forgot, actually, that they made it last year. But they're obviously not making it this year at 2-7 and seven and losing to the Chef Saturday-led Colts. Jeff Saturday, football guy, big football guy. I knew guy. they were going to win. I knew the Colts were going to win this week. Knew it, yeah. knew it. You did call it, especially with Jonathan Taylor, too. You definitely did call that. Give you props. Yep. Yeah. And then the guy on my team who made, in our redraft league, made him eat the white dog shit, which saved my week, is C.D. Lamb. We finally got the game out of C.D. Lamb that we've been waiting for all year. He had double-digit targets. Double-digit catches, 150 yards, two scores. He broke that reputation of his of being a catch-and-down guy. He showed that he could break some tackles, make some plays after the catch. Some crisp route running to boot as well. And this was just really awesome to see, especially I invested a high second-round pick in CD and was really hoping he could be my head-and-shoulders wide receiver one. So it was really awesome to see that. And... Hopefully it continues, but I think when Zeke comes back, maybe they hit the ground running a little bit more. But this is still, he's CD's the go-to guy in Dallas. You're creeping up a little bit on the fantasy standings, Paul. Dude, I told you. Four and six does not look bad. 
it's still going to be tough in our this is the most bunched i've ever seen one of our leagues probably since we started so right dude it's be- second to like seventh place all have the same record or something like that yeah like, everyone's gonna be four that's and then the you one- have the king fraud in first yeah that's his being what is he eight and two now and he has you said the third the um, third fewest points Oh, He's dude, eight that, and two and has the third fewest points, bro. I don't know. It's going to be tough, though, for any team that's on the outside looking in. Unless you're, like, only one game back, then it could happen. But even if you're only two games back, it's going to be hard to jump with everyone all bunched together. Mm-hmm. See what happens with our league. But staying in the NFC East, we had a battle of Titans last night. And I don't mean the Tennessee Titans. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles against the Commanders. And I'm going to lead it off with the person I won this week somehow. All he needed to do was have A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, and what's his name? Jake Elliott Elliott. outscore Terry McLaurin by eight points. Couldn't do that. And so Terry McLaurin made my opponent eat the white dog shit. Had an amazing game. Probably should have had a little bit of a better game. But eight receptions for 128 yards. Taylor Heineke, when he's under center, is always looking for Terry McLaurin. And he made my opponent eat the white dog shit and somehow had me escape with a three-point victory. I thought I was cooked for sure. You've had had six, like, three-point victories this year, Bob. It's insane. Yeah. Fantasy football is 50% luck. You cannot convince me otherwise. If A.J. Brown doesn't hurt his hamstring or whatever it was, i probably lose. He had one yeah. point, 1.7. And Jalen, Hur- Jalen Hurts even had a chance if Quez Watkins doesn't fumble that ball, probably lose too. Yeah, and Jalen yeah. Hurts led off the game with a rushing touchdown. That had to have you shaking in your boots, Bob. I was dude, I was shook the whole time. But I got I started to get a little more confidence going when I saw that Terry was racking up points. Cause that's what I needed. If Terry just had an average game like he did the week before, he only had twelve, I would have lost. But he had one of his best games of the year. So Terry McLaurin made my opponent eat the white dog shit. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> was he at the game too? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he oh, was. Even better. Even better. But, yeah, it was rough, dude. <laughs> but moving on, John, I know you won in our redrafts league. Is there anyone that made you eat the white dog shit or that you made eat the white dog shit? So I'm currently eating the white dog shit. The two trades that I made this year, I'm eating the white dog shit on. So Justin Fields, he's making me eat the white dog shit right now. I didn't play against him. I didn't even lose this week, like you said. But I traded away Fields for Josh Palmer and Curtis Samuel. And I looked like a big idiot this week. Especially the the second I saw Justin Fields break out for that long touchdown. Like, he was doing pretty good. Like, I think he had, like, 15 points. And I was like, okay, like, that's fine. And then he just breaks free for like a 70-yard run. And I just have my hands on my head. I'm just watching it. And I'm just waiting for the text to just flow in. You fucking idiot. I can't believe you traded me fields. And and then jo- and I was like, let's just wait to see what Josh Palmer does tonight. And then he gets seven points. I don't need this. I'm, I wasn't planning on starting Curtis Samuel. But he sucked against the Eagles. He has a very hard schedule coming up. He still has a bye. Curtis Samuel's pointless to have on my team. 
Josh Palmer, I'll give him another chance. The Niners are a pretty good defense, but that I feel stupid, dude. I just feel stupid. John, if, if only anybody in this podcast was supportive of Justin Fields and said, he's definitely the guy you want to have moving forward. He's a superstar in fantasy perspective. Do you know who that handsome man was who maybe have given that advice? Yeah, it was you, dude, but you're not really that handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Kick me while I'm down. Burn. Dude, it was, it's bad. And then similar to that too, I traded Lamar Jackson away for Dallas Goddard and company. And now Dallas Goddard is hurt. So like, I pretty much traded away Lamar Jackson for Amari, which that's not bad. But it's just Bad. the trades are not going my way. John, put it you, that way. So I am screwed. Dude, you have traded two QB1s in the span of three weeks. Yep, but I still have two. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, I still like Tua a lot. But when you look at what you got in return for those guys in hindsight, like you said, Amari Cooper's worth something. He's solid. But Josh Palmer, once Keenan Allen and Mike Williams come back, not really going to be relevant. Curtis Samuel is, you know. Now that Jahan Dotson's back, Curtis Samuel's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> and Dallas Goddard just got hurt, like you know what. No. On an illegal face mask. I don't even want to talk about that. But, yeah, it's just I did feel like the Lamar Jackson trade, that was in my favor. But then you mix in an injury in there, and it makes you look very bad. So, Which you can never predict, though. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's who made me eat the white dog shit. Players who aren't even on my teams, not players that I played against, just players that, that I either traded away or received. And they either did very good or they got injured. Respectfully. Uh, always yeah. the worst Yeah, when you look at a trade and you're like, damn, I probably lost that trade. But real quick before we go, we are approaching that time of year where John's favorite player is coming back from injury, apparently. And so I got to ask the question, will the commanders, not the other name, we did it. We finally made it through without getting canceled. Yep. I had to actually think about it though. Like I really had to think about it. Will the commanders stick with Taylor Heineke now after upsetting the previously undefeated Eagles? A hundred percent. Carson Wentz has lost his job. He will be a backup for years to come. He, I don't think he will ever be named the starter of a team unless the starter of the team is injured or can't play. Yeah, I agree. I think just the commanders, they just rally around Heineke way more than they do Carson Wentz. And so he gives you your best chance to win. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be putting all that, that bling around Carson Wentz's neck in the airplane. Because they did that too. I don't know if you saw, but they did the whole like Kirk Cousins yeah. celebration. Kirk- Carson Wentz would be like, guys, like turn the music off. <laughs> it's too loud. Put on my Christian rock album. We won. <laughs> so Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke is sticking. Carson Wentz, you're gonna be a bench warmer, honestly, probably for the rest of your career. But hey, they still make good money. So yeah. yep. one more but- question though. One more question before we go. That's cool with you guys. Jonathan Taylor was back in form. Do we think he's a fraud or is this the resurgence of the Jonathan Uh, Taylor RB1 trade? I'm calling calling fraud for now. I'm not. Against the Raiders defense, I need to see one more solid game. At least one more. 
before. So I, are you not starting JT next uh, week? No, there aren't many better options. Like you're not going to, if you invested either your first overall pick or the second overall pick and then you're starting him no matter what, but unless you just are stacked with running backs somehow, which isn't likely, but you're not sitting him, but I wouldn't just pencil him back into RB1 territory after having one good game since week one against probably the worst defense in the NFL, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I just think yeah, I just like Saturday. I just like Jeff Saturday. Yeah, that's oh, we're, we're thinking the same thing, John. Go ahead, take it away. Yeah, he, I, Jeff Saturday just knows football, dude. I said it last podcast, so I don't have to harp on it much longer, but he's just gonna, I think he just knows what works and he's gonna continue to give it to their star. And it's going to affect the wide receiver room, the tight end room, if they even have one. It's just going to be the Jonathan Taylor show, baby. Jonathan Taylor and defense. I just feel like when Jeff Saturday wakes up, he just looks himself in the mirror and just goes, Jonathan Taylor, defense, <laughs> championship. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. That was the white dog shit. Stay tuned for our other episodes that we're going to be having come out real quick here. So thank you guys for listening. This is the iTest Fantasy Football Podcast on Apple and Spotify. We are on TikTok, the iTest Pod 1. We are on YouTube, the iTest. So if you're viewing us there, welcome. We have plenty more coming your way. And we are also on Instagram, the iTest as well. So thank you for listening. Peace. And we will be back tomorrow which was going to be Thursday, and we will also be posting another episode on Friday as well, so make sure you tune in for those episodes too. See you guys tomorrow.